This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 528, what aviation tactics can teach us about success with corporate English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Today, you'll meet our guest who's worked with students in the aviation industry, and he'll show you what you can learn as a business professional from people who work on commercial airlines. Today, we have a guest on the show. Our guest today has lived and taught English in South Korea, Bulgaria, and Spain. He's currently living in Spain, where he teaches students from nursery school to adults. Our guest today is Mark Evans. So let's meet Mark. Hey guys, this is Mark. I work with aviation professionals to help them communicate in the most direct way possible for more safety and more career success. I can do this for your career as well if you work with me in a private English lesson. Register at allyearsenglish.com forward slash italki, that's I-T-A-L-K-I, for a $10 credit for your second lesson. Then find my profile and reserve your spot at allyearsenglish.com forward slash mark m-a-r-k hey mark welcome to all ears english how are you doing thanks for coming on today i'm good thank you it's, it's a very good day hey all right it is a nice day yeah so mark where are you based well i'm based in sunny spain at the moment oh. right in the south in andalusia so Lucky. It's a very sunny day with me. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you originally from? I, I sense an accent, a pretty cool accent. Oh, I don't know about cool, but it's um, it's a British accent, but I'm the Welsh part of wow. Britain. Because, mm. yeah, a lot of people say the British accent, they think England. But, um, no, I'm actually from the other country, oh, which okay. is Interesting, interesting. How long have you been down in Spain? And what are you doing there? Just kind of hanging out, taking a vacation? Or, like, a, are you living there long term? I'm living that, uh, living here long term. Um, well, I've got a wife and daughter now, so I'm very much settled. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just teaching English, um, you know, through either italki or um, aviation English or well, just okay. so many different things. <laughs> Yeah. And today we wanted to talk about that. We want to talk a little bit about aviation English, because when I was looking at your profile on italki, I noticed that you teach that. And that's very rare. I didn't see any other teachers on italki that teach aviation English. And, you know, in the last few years, we've had a lot of a few, not a lot, but a few big big high-profile plane crashes, right? Like the MH370, the Malaysian Airlines. And I think people are realizing how important communication is on board these airlines, these flights. Isn't that right? Well, actually, miscommunication is probably at least one of the possible biggest reasons for um, <sighs> crashes. Because of technology, most oh. aircraft can basically land on their own. But due to some sort of miscommunication or lack of clarity can actually have, you know, disastrous effects and wow. especially in aviation. Wow. 
I think yeah, that's why we no, it's interesting. Know more about it. Especially in aviation. Why yeah, did you decide to go? Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we have a delay. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, well, sorry, I'll answer your question. Of um, Well, I started coming into aviation industry because of um, a friend of mine. He actually wanted me to cover classes. So um, he asked me to come in one day. And then since then, I haven't really left. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Very cool. And, you know, I'd like to draw a parallel today because not all of our listeners are in the aviation world. Although if they are, I would definitely encourage them to go over and work with you because they are that you are exactly who they would want to work with for their English classes. But even if they're not, even if our listeners are just in the business world, I feel like there are a couple of tips that we can get from aviation English and apply it to being effective in the general business world. Okay, Mark. So what are they? Let's start with yeah, number one. Like, what do you teach your aviation students and how can we apply that in our business lives? Well, first of all, I think you need clarity. You need to know exactly what you want to say and also what you want to hear. Um, miscommunication, like I said, is a massive problem in the aviation industry. It can happen in small businesses or large businesses, but yeah. hopefully they're not as fatal. Okay. So you've, really, you've got to be completely clear what you want to say. Yeah. And how do you make sure, how do, your help, how do you help your students do that? I mean, how can we do that in the business world to be clear? Is it about asking questions to make sure we understand or is it about the way we deliver our message or both? I think it's a bit of, well, it's a bit of both. But yeah, you have to, the way you say something can have a, a huge effect. Yeah. Um, even just something very simple of just practicing pronunciation. Okay. Um, you don't want to be kind of mumbling and uh, even though I might sound as, as if I'm mumbling now, but <laughs> no. you have to be as clear as possible. So okay. You, it, yeah. So it's primarily a pronunciation issue. So do you do specific pronunciation activities with your students? I can do. Um, I think one of the biggest ways to actually copy pronunciation or at least to have a good pronunciation is copying. Yeah. Yeah. We hear somebody and we like to copy them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I love, yeah, exactly. And so a lot of people um, with their f favorite TV shows, they might copy um, their favorite <laughs> characters, which sometimes is a good idea, sometimes it isn't. Right. Are you learning Spanish, Mark, yourself down there? Yeah, I am. I'm, well, I'm trying to, but um, because I live in Andalusia, it's, it's a different accent altogether. Oh, here. yeah. Andalusia. I've heard it. It is a little bit different. Do they speak faster than the rest of the country? Um, I think so. I think the other problem is they don't really pronounce every single part of a word or they can have a full long sentence, but they cut it down so short that oh. you, you, you almost don't know what they say. Yeah, you're in a really hot part of the country, a warm climate. Wow. Okay. Well, all right. Anyways, we're getting a little off topic. That's okay. So clarity is number one, Mark. I like that. That is so important in the business world to be clear and to you know make sure that people know exactly what we're saying. There's no room for being indirect or for hoping that people get the point. We got to really say, and I think that's especially true. I know in American culture, we do appreciate very kind of direct communication, right? I mean, there are certain cultures that require require more indirect communication. And that's great. But as, at least in the US, I can say that for sure. In many workplaces, direct communication really kind of wins, wins the job or wins the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The key to effective business communication and success in your career is communicating as simply and directly as possible. I'm showing you a few tips on how to do that today. 
But if you want to go deeper with me into this topic, I can help you by creating a customized learning plan for your success. Register at allyearsenglish.com forward slash italki. That's I-T-A-L-K-I. And you'll get a $10 credit and then go over to allyearsenglish.com forward slash mark. That's M-A-R-K to book your spot with me. See you there. Yeah. Okay, Mark. So what's number two then? How can we be effective at the, in the business world? What can we learn from aviation? Well, actually, actually leads me on to my next point. Um, you've got to be, give your information very quickly and it has to be to the point. Yeah. Um, like you said, um, you know, in America and it's also in Britain, we like to get to the point as soon as possible. We want to know what your objectives, what your goals are. Yeah. Whereas in a country such as Spain, you know, I do absolutely love living in Spain, but sometimes if you ask for directions, you will get information about where their family live, how long they've lived here, <laughs> right. all this kind of information. But I just want to know where the bank is. Um, right, right. But yeah. that's why in the aviation industry, they only give very short, simple answers or communication. They will just say exactly what they want to say and then okay. finish. And then everyone is clear about what is needed. Oh, my God. That's so important when literally as a pilot, I mean, your people's lives are in your hands. That's it's so much pressure. I've always thought I could never be a pilot or I could never be like an ER doctor because both, you know, both require taking people's lives into your hands and it's nerve wracking. But having that very quick to the point communication style is important. And is this as equally important in writing? Yeah, absolutely. Um some people do switch off with writing. I know I do it myself, and especially in this modern world, you know, we have Twitter, Facebook. Information has, is so quick, so yeah. easy to access that sometimes a title is enough for people to read. They read the title, and then, yeah, right. I have all of my information. Why, why do I read, need to read more? Oh, yeah. It's almost like we don't even read anymore. We just kind of skim things, right? We kind of skim headlines, get the gist, and then we move on to the next article. There's so much information coming at us. So we have to be able to understand the point really quickly of that passage or of that article. So, okay. So number two, being quick to the point. What would be number three, Mark? Um, I'd say clarification. Um, this actually is the biggest air disaster that's ever happened, which is in Tenerife, again in Spain. Um, where a pilot actually, he thought he actually had clearance or he was told that he can take off. But because he didn't actually have any clarification or he didn't clarify with the air traffic control, he decided to take off and cause 508, uh, sorry, 583 people to die. Oh. Of, course, of course, this is aviation industry and um, yeah. one small mistake is a huge, huge issue. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. But in, bus in business, this can be exactly the same thing. Mm. So, Even if, yeah, sorry, you missed he, the point. So did he kind of jump to conclusions and assume that the message that he was getting was that he should take off, but it wasn't? Yeah, in those days, it was um, in the 70s, I think it was, 1977. I'm not completely sure. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, in those days, you can have lots of clearance. So you are clear, but it can be you are clear just to move to a certain part or you can go to the runway. Whereas now they've actually controlled the language that you use. But oh. yeah, so he just presumed you were clear for takeoff. So he just went, whereas there was another aircraft already on the runway. And so that's how oh. they collided. 
No, I see. I see. I see how that could be confusing. All of the indications start with the same, you're cleared for takeoff exactly. or for getting on the runway or whatever it is. Yeah, that's that's dangerous. So in the business world, for our listeners who are not in aviation, I mean, how can we make sure that we, I mean, do, do we need to learn, I guess we need to learn specific phrases. Do you have any great English phrases to ask for clarification if we're confused? Well, I think it's more the fact that you have to generally ask for clarification. Um, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't just assume. Yes. Um, there's an expression I heard in, uh, in Korean. Um, I can't actually say the Korean, but it's uh, even monkeys fall from trees, which okay. kind of, um, it makes me think of, you know, even if you're amazing at your job, you think you know everything, yep. um, you can still fall from a tree. You can still not get it correct. So make sure okay. that, every, that everything is correct. So every time you get information, check it. Yeah, so it's kind of making sure that we avoid that that sense of that false sense of confidence, that overconfidence. I think things get dangerous when we're overconfident, right? Because we're not careful anymore. Uh, we start we stop looking for those little details. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I think once I love the problems that people have is being in the job for too long, and yeah. you hear this expression quite often yeah. that they just assume things. They mm. that's the way they've done it for years. Um, but technology moves on and um, business moves on and attitudes move on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you've just got, you've got to grow. Yeah. In that sense, it's almost safer being kind of a newbie, right? Being like the intern <laughs> rather than the expert at the business office because you would pay more attention to details and you'd be more aware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 completely. Yeah, you see some people, and, um, especially, you know, fresh from university and it's like, oh, this is what I learned in university and on their first day in the, on the job. Yeah. They're told, um, well, I'm very sorry, but this is not how we do it here. And it's, it's kind of, it's not that great then because then the business is not moving on. It's not getting the new, the right. new thought process that uh, has been, you know, the young fresh blood is actually trying to, uh, try and provide into the company. To shake it up. Yeah, we need to shake things up. And so a way to do that is to always ask for clarification in the business world. So, so Mark, I would imagine that if some of our listeners like these ideas and think that these ideas could really help them kind of sharpen their business skills, maybe get that promotion they're looking for, could they book a lesson with you online? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm raring to go and hoping to, to teach <laughs> as many people as possible. Okay, that's good to know. That's And this is such a cool angle that you take on things. And I think just the fact that you do teach aviation English, even if our listeners are not in aviation, again, they can benefit from your style of being direct, of really teaching what's needed and not kind of wasting their time. I'm assuming that's the way that you run your classes. Very cool. So Mark, all right, so let's show our listeners how to go over and work with you. So guys, I would recommend that you go over and work with Mark and grab a lesson in his schedule before it fills up. You have two steps to follow to do this. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I and book your lesson. Register on that page and you'll get $10 off your second lesson. Then you want to go to Mark's profile and book your lesson over there. And to get to Mark's profile, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash M-A-R. Okay. So Mark, what kind of space do you have in your schedule these days? Well, at the moment, because I live in Spain um, and I have a daughter who's just crazy in the evenings, I'm free <laughs> <laughs> uh, most mornings. But um, of course, it depends on what students I have. 
Okay, I have good. A few, few regulars, so yeah. that's quite good. Okay, great. So especially if our students are in Europe, you could be on the same time zone, and that could be really good. And the cool thing that I like about you know working over there and italki with students is that you can be flexible. You know, students can create a lesson at the time that they want, and they don't need to attend this kind of large group class. I really like that. So, Mark, I really appreciate your coming on the show today to talk about aviation English. I mean, it's really important what you're doing. Do you think you'll continue in the future in this area of English teaching? Yeah, I hope so. I, well, I hope to do as many different things as possible. But yeah, I really enjoy aviation English, and cool. well, just en- English in general is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been it's been great hearing from you today, Mark. And we'll wrap it up with that. But we hope to see you on the show again soon. Okay. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you very much. Thanks so much, Mark. Take care. Okay. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.